Peace and Black Power family. This is your host, Raheem Shabazz, and we are here for another episode of Necessary Blackness Podcast. And I am joined today by my lovely co-host, Marcy Lee. And we just decided a little bit earlier that we was just going to jump online, man, and chop it up with the family. We do have another interview coming up. I think it's going to be on Sunday. Y'all stay tuned for that interview. Um, real good, yeah. Lot, 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 lot of the game being dropped. Um, but we wanted to come on here and um, chop it up with the family, man. We know, you know, everybody's still uh, on quarantine in certain places. But if you live in Atlanta like I do, the city is wide open and ready to receive you. But I want to come to the strip club and get some lemon pepper chicken wings and a drink <laughs> too and watch some girls on the pole. Oh, you just want to come to the city. It's open. But other people, um, they are definitely practicing social distancing. Why do you think Atlanta open? Um, I don't know, man. It, it, it could be a conspiracy because this is the black Mecca. Too much chocolate? Yeah, a lot of chocolate. You know, um, yeah, so COVID is, is up and it's rising. Um, myself, I have been... Is it irresponsible? It, I mean, Keisha, you know, she's still the mayor. Listen, just because, just listen, we know about politicians, you know what I mean? Um, they don't necessarily always do what's in the best interest of people. But one thing I will say, though, even though that things are opening up um, everywhere I go, you know, um, and I'm not going to the club or nothing like that. Clubs ain't practicing social distancing or they're not wearing masks. But everywhere that I go, um, most people are wearing masks. So, you know, they are taking some precautions. But as far as uh, things closing down and all that, it ain't happening in Atlanta. Okay. Well, hey. I don't know. I just feel like it might be a little irresponsible. Yeah, the city is blessed and they are ready to receive you. Mm. So make sure you go to Atlanta. But there's a lot we're going to talk about. What you want to start with? Mm, 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 mm. Oh, you know what? Before you even start, I want to dedicate this podcast and, and you inform me. I didn't even know. That um, our beloved queen, our mother queen, right? We got to bestow that title upon Cicely Tyson um, has transitioned today. And she was 96 years old. We're losing a lot of our um, elders, iconic elders, because we know that um, she was an actress and a fashion icon with over 70 years in the industry. And, um, yeah, she transitioned. So I want to say rest in peace to that queen. And I want to definitely dedicate this podcast to her. Yes, most definitely. And condolences to her family, her friends, and, you know, all of her millions of fans across the country, the world. Um, you know, rest in power to the queen. Yeah, absolutely. So what's the first topic of discussion you want to talk about? Uh, well, let's start off with, how about that football player? Let's get into his, his trifling 
you know, I, you know, I ain't even gonna cuss. I was about to, but let's just get into his crazy behavior. I don't know if people heard about him, but uh, his name is Wheeler. What is it? Chad Wheeler. He plays for the Seahawks. Absolutely. He basically beat his girl unconscious. Well, it wasn't just his girl. It was a black woman, a black woman. Yes, I knew we was going to, you know, mention that. But, yes, she was a black female. And from what I understand, he wanted her to bow down. He yeah, wanted he her to bow down and she refused. And he whipped that ass. Like, seriously. So, if you see the pictures, it's disgusting what yeah. he did to her. And he actually thought that he killed her. Based on um, articles and the headlines, uh, he thought that she was dead once she got up and ran to the bathroom. He was like, oh, you alive? <laughs> Basically, so that's a crazy situation. What you think about it? When I first read the story and the headlines, I was like, wow. It brought me to mind of um, that slave play where, remember, um, maybe a year or two ago, they had this movie called Slave Play, where they had blacks uh, portraying um, the slaves and white overseers, and um, they was willing participants in their, um, their slavery. And I was like, yo, is this a scene out of Slave Play or something? What's going on here? You know, so then I went online and I started doing um, a little bit of research. And um, let me say this, right? Some of y'all, you know, I'm I'm unapologetically black, right? And um, I don't believe in, you know, talking black and sleeping white, right? But we do have those that are melanated that, um, you know, they go to the other side. And... Y'all be wishing death sentences on people for doing that. You know, I, I, I'm not one of those individuals, you know. Um, and, and, and people was ruthless. They was like, that's what she get for Zadian. And, you know, I just can't condone, you know, another black woman, whether it's a person that's black or white, uh, brutalizing them. And to read this story of... You know, he wanted her to bow down and she wouldn't bow down to the white slave master, the colonizer. And then, yo, he beat her to a pope. And, and you know what? I got to touch on what she was just kind of, you know, you kind of touched on it a little bit. But the reality is there is some, some people in our community who have, you know, big voices, people who have a lot of influence and they're talking real reckless you know about women like her who choose to get with non-melanated people non-black people white people okay and the things that they say about this black woman like mm -hmm. wish, you know whatever you might call her wishing her death or that's what she get you know that is beneath you know the true essence of black people um, for you to, you know, have that kind of negative energy towards another black person, whether they choose to be with someone outside of the race or not, it's it's unacceptable, you know, mainly because if you understand, we all have our own journey. I mean, who knows? Maybe she needed to go through that experience to realize something in her life. 
and you know maybe it took you know a white person to pepper to perpetrate this situation who knows i mean a black person could have done it too but i'm just saying you know to judge her to criticize her to you know um condemn her you know for making this choice it is is I feel like it's a horrible thing to do. And anybody who supports someone who would speak so negatively to the spirit and the soul and the well-being of a black woman, Says I don't the, know, you gotta you gotta take a look at yourself for real. But you know, it, it, it speaks to the bigger issue, right? That he did this because he thought he could get away with it. He did this because he knows that society doesn't value a black woman's life. And when you read her encounter of what actually happened, she said he was drinking a smoothie. And when she ran from the bedroom and in, in, into the bathroom where she had her phone and called 911, when he seen her run by, he said, oh, you still alive? He thought she was dead. He actually thought he committed murder. Now he is out on bail, and and what's ironic is, um, the first headline is saying that he went through a, a manic depression. Who diagnosed him with that? So they already let's understand racism, white supremacy. The headlines, the news are already building the defense around him that he wasn't in his right mind. Hold on. Yeah. This is a good segue because you say he's out on bail. But that young black man who went to the Capitol, he still no locked up? No bail. No bail for going no to bail the Capitol and rioting. He he didn't, did he beat somebody to a pulp? Did he harm someone, commit violence against somebody physically? Do you know? Well, allegedly they saying that he was hitting the officer with a metal bat. Um, what we do know is that he is uh, homeless and that he was living in a, a transitional uh, living space or something to that effect. Um, He's only like 20 years old. His name yeah. is Emmanuel Jackson. Well, Emmanuel Jackson got his nigga wake up call. Okay. All right. <laughs> out of everybody, listen, there was a lot of people, you know, they one of them had a flag and was harpooning the, the police officer with that. So, he wasn't the only one that, that perpetrated violence against anybody else. You know, they didn't even give him a bail. Not, you know, he's homeless, not that he could afford it, but they didn't even want to make it seem fair, fair dealings, you know, and they know people's going to look at this, but they don't care. This is, this is uh, black robes, white justice. This is what happens in the, in the injustice system. And it's real telling that it was other individuals. Um, the guy that looked all crazy said he was a shaman and he could only eat organic food. He was able to get that request done within 24 hours. And for those that don't know, the Attica riot of the 70s where many brothers lost their lives, uh, one of the conditions was that you know, because at that time, a lot of them was black Muslims under the leadership of uh, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. And they was not eating pork. And they didn't want to, they wanted to have a, um, a, a food that is suitable for their dietary needs. So brothers had to die for that before it was able to happen. This man made a simple request. His mother 
got on national TV and said her son is falling ill because if he eats anything that is uh, non-organic, um, it's going to be a problem. And he hasn't eaten in days. You know what happens when you're in jail and you don't eat in, in, in days? They take your ass, strain you um, in restraints, and they uh, stick a tube in your mouth and feed you. Because you're going to live. You ain't going to die. This is another example of white entitlement. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, why does he get, you know, special treatment? Uh, you know, for what? You know, because they made a request. Why, why does he get treated special? Because he's white. And exactly. They, white entitlement. Yeah. And right here in your face, smacking you right up all in your face. But... Shout out to our brother Huey P. Newton. He's in the building. He was asking, uh, what's today's podcast title? We really don't have a title for this. We're just gonna freestyle and we just it's gonna kind of current events because we're yeah. talking about a lot of things that's happened over this past week that's kind of shocking, you know, things that kind of like stuck out. But you know, one thing that we didn't touch on that mm -hmm. has, that happened, but a lot of people was talking about, and I wanted to get on it today. That's Donald Trump. And him pardoning Lil Wayne, you know, like different people. But my thing is, I wanted to ask you, do you think they pay for these parties? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Whether um some of it I think might have been monetary, uh, some of it um was political favors. Um in, in the case of Lil Wayne. I wouldn't be surprised if he paid money, but I don't think he had to pay. All he had to do was go up there and endorse Donald Trump. So when it was reported that he had got indicted for the gun charge, and then three days later he was going to plead guilty, like he didn't even build a defense. He didn't even wait for the state to give him an offer or a plea deal. He was automatically pleading guilty, right? So that was suspect right there. Um, and the reason why is because he already knew beforehand that he had did a political deal with Donald Trump. I'm going to endorse you and I'm going to um, come out and support you. And millions of people will see this and this would be a good look for you. And in return, I need you to make this go away. And um, Donald Trump, a shrewd businessman, he's seen that um, what is going to hurt me to do this. And he did it for Lil Wayne. And what I will say is, though, um, I am not a fan of Lil Wayne. I I, I, I don't like his music. Um, I think I even stopped listening to him when uh, he did that um, song where he said, um, I beat the, the P up like Emmett Till. So... The backlash for that was that um, he 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 lost his deal with Mountain Dew, um, but that 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 was the first time, right? But let's dissect but, that because with him and Donald Trump, if he made a deal with him, I heard people saying, you know, that's smart. I want to say Wack, what's his name? Wack, Wacko. Um, the guy he, I think he's the game's manager or something yeah, like that. Yeah, Wacko. I think I heard him talking about how he thought that it was smart and everybody was clowning Lil Wayne, but he showed us basically it was a smart dude. I mean, a smart deal. I don't think so. I mean, I, I mean, for him, yeah, if you working off of 
individual, you know, individualism, yeah. But for the people, bro, no, you're going to sell the people out? Like, I don't know. What do you think? Do you think it's best to look out for your own best self-interest? Or nah. do you think it should be B1 all day? B1. Oh, it's B1 all day, but we got to be mindful that... um. I know you seen the interview with the young lady in an interview on Little Wayne, and they was asking what he think about uh, racism. And he said racism don't exist. He's black, and rich nigga. And he was like, "Don't ask me about that shit. That shit don't exist." Remember that interview? Yeah, I'm the one who. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yes, I totally remember that interview. And people were saying that you know, trying to give him excuses. No, he knew exactly what he was doing yeah. on some ignorant, ignorant, ignorant ish. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I, that cameraman is white. He's videotaping me. All these white kids, they paying to go to my, my concerts. Are you stupid? Like, the reason why I say that is because we've known that white kids come from their nice little suburbs and they come into the hood, buy drugs, they come in the hood, go into the concerts, listen to the music, having fun, but then they go back to their nice little neighborhoods. But I guarantee you this, you wouldn't be accepted. You walked your tail in there and tried to marry one of their daughters. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, that ain't happening. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, maybe today, if you find a certain quality of white person, it might be acceptable. But my whole point is that racism exists because you see it every day on TV. You see black people being shot down in the street. How simple minded do you have to be to separate your blackness from the blackness of the group, like the whole? Like your blackness is not different from the rest of ours you know what i'm saying so i think for him to make that differentiation is asinine really yeah like you said when you said are you stupid so the question little wayne is are you stupid or are you stupid <laughs> are you stupid stupid or are you stupid stupid <laughs> i think he's all three i think he's all three but we ain't gonna spend no more time and no more energy on uh this low frequency slave that uh, hasn't done nothing to advance us forward as a race of people. So what else we gonna talk about? What's else on the agenda? Um, so besides the partnering, what else did we have? Oh, the young woman, the student who was tased by that police officer. Oh yeah, I, I, I posted that on um, my Instagram, right? And um, it's, 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 um, it's something that we continuously see, you know, throughout our time here, um, that black women, uh, lives are not valued. You know, this was a high school student that he tased. And when I was looking at it, not only did he tase her, but when she was down, out, and unconscious. Was he giving her, like, two pieces? What was he doing? No, I didn't, I didn't see him hit her. Um, but the way he straddled her and put a hand behind the back, it was just almost like you watching, you know how you watch those um, reality shows with the hunters and they kill the deer and then they go and get the deer and they tie it up. The deer's already dead, but they still tying it up. And, you know, it's like, you know, they look at it when you kill a deer, they call it game, right? So it was just like when I seen him, crouched over her and straddling her is he caught his game you know and um she was a prey to him and throughout time in history we we see that 
um, the white man in particular, right, has vitriol to, to, to the black race, but the black woman as a whole. And the reason why is because nobody does anything, right? Now, I understand it was young uh, um, this was high school and these are students and, and different things like that, right? But let me tell you, man, them same young high school students, right? When we hear about gang violence and robberies and shootings and, and different things like that, they are the ones that's doing it, right? So you have uh, uh, um, I don't I, I don't want to say um I don't want to use the wrong words, but you, you, you have violence for your own people, but you couldn't help that sister, you know, and, and, and I always say this, right? And I know y'all heard me say this for years and I'm going to say it on this podcast again and again and again, right? We have to spend the last dollar in our treasury, and we have to use the last bullet in our arsenal to protect the black woman by any means necessary. I, you know, listen, when I was watching that video, I was like, oh, here's, it's going to come. I'm just thinking someone's just going to come in that camera frame and do what, what should have been done. And, you know, I, 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 I just don't understand, man. It, it, it has to stop, you know, and, and I want to really closely follow that case i want i want to see what happens i mean because that's two stories that we have with violence against black women the football player and then this student and something you just said reminded me of when we had you know um professor james smalls on mm -hmm. and he was talking about how you know we need to make that sacrifice to you know put ourselves um, out there for the greater good of the community, like to help and Absolutely. change things. But, you know, if, when we really look at that, like, is that something that's sustainable in this society? Like, when he said that to me, I was like, yeah, I used to be on that. But I'm not, I gotta say, I don't know. Because you'll spend your life, you'll run your life in the ground trying to, you know, put yourself out there. Like, say one of these little teenage kids did that jumped on top of the cop you know and then it just spirals into them being in jail being in juvie not being able to get a job like then their life is just ruined for the rest of their life you know what i'm saying for someone who we don't know the situation we don't know if the girl's being belligerent we don't know if she just hit somebody i don't know what she did and i'm not saying that she deserved what happened I'm just saying, is it really realistic to ask someone to put their lives on the line for people who are not disciplined, for people who are not committed to, you know, the improvement of their own lives? Like, can can we say that that's something that we should actually be doing? One hundred percent. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna answer that. Um, it was two questions in one, right? Now, There's a ton of questions, actually. Yeah. Go ahead. Now, now, the first question is where you said you don't know if she was being belligerent, right? Being belligerent doesn't equate to you being brutalized with a, and shot with a stun gun and being knocked unconscious, right? Um, as you can see that the officer was within several distance from her where she didn't oppose immediate threat, right? So I, 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 
You've seen it. They, they, they have a collage of videos with individuals chasing officers with knives, individuals pointing uh, guns at officers, and they don't even get tased, right? So we know that that type of brutality and that heavy-handed tactic is only reserved for us. No, That's, I'm not arguing that. I know, you know I that know. happens. What no. I'm talking about is, is it? I'm, I'm about to get to that. Realistic to expect I'm, people to put their lives on the line. That was the second part of what I was going to answer, right? My answer is yes, and this is the reason why, right? Somebody put their life on the line for us to be here today because we wasn't supposed to make it. None of us were supposed to be here. And that is why there's vitriol towards us, right? We are the most hated people on the planet. What we've been through, no other race of people could survive that, right? So someone put their life on the line for us to be here. Now, what I will say is this, right? Um, within the last, mm, I want to say a couple of years, maybe the last 10 years, um, there is a certain segment, a large segment of society that's on code and that will, if some, if a brother would have intervened and got arrested, would have uh, helped out with a GoFundMe, would have raised money for his legal defense. You know, um, the sister, uh, uh, I posted it on my uh, Facebook and my Instagram. I don't necessarily think she did it in a smart in a smart manner, but the individual that killed her brother, she killed him and then sent her brother a text to his phone after he was deceased, you know, saying that she avenged his death. And I think she did that because she wanted her brother to uh, rest in peace. And um, I don't think it was smart for her to send it to his phone, but um, several individuals uh, put up money for her bail, um, for lawyers and different things like that. Uh, um, the individual, Dylan Roof, um, he was somehow, you know, he's in uh, a segregation in prison and inmates are not allowed to get next to him. But somehow an inmate slipped out and got up on him and put them things on him. You know what I mean? Yo, they were sending hundreds and thousands of dollars to his account. And he was able to make bail and get out. So um, I, I think, you know, we need to get that trending, you know. Well, um, that's what I'm saying. We need to have people know that it, for surety, if you do something to aid and help us in our liberation, to stop violence against us as, as, as a people, that we will be there and we will back you up. But there are instances where people put themselves on the line. You know, we, we have political prisoners, you know, that are language. Yeah, you're talking about behind years ago. And, you're, talking huh? about, you're talking about people from the 60s and 70s who was about that life. You yes. know what I'm saying? But no, people but nowadays, they're not about that life. They're about this. Let me record it. Let me record it, yeah. and I'm just going to stand here and watch this lady get her head kicked in. So yeah. you want to put your life on the line for that? Like, I need to see evidence that people going to back me the hell up. Fuck that. Like, yeah. you know, I'm not, I'm not, you know, no, no. I you just, know what I'm saying? I just, you got to have, you have, you have warriors out there who's willing to do it. And they get hung up. Even like the men um, with the, the Malcolm X story who went to jail and their family was just left 
and no one helped them. That kind of stuff. Like when you hear those kind of stories where it's just like, we supposed to be fam. Nobody looked out for the family. I'm locked up. You know what happened here? And then no one addresses it. Everybody's quiet. Mm. So that don't give me too much confidence. It's like, I love my family. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I get taken away from my family, I want to know people gonna gonna have my back. That's why you, you know, gotta fight. Hmm? You gotta have them riders on your team. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And yeah. and, and you gotta keep them shooters around you too. Mm-hmm. But, um, I I I definitely feel what you're saying, and um, I think that you know I don't want to talk about the ills of black people. I want to give a solution as well. And you said what? I said. I, I don't want to just talk about the ills of black people. I want to give a solution. You as think black. that's what we doing? No, no, no. I'm just, when I, when I say the ills of black people, that is something that's detrimental to us when we see someone getting abused and we don't do nothing. That's one. And then two is if someone does do something that the community doesn't have his back. So what I want to say to, to, to black people as a whole is that, listen, we have to be so on code and be one that when we see these attacks happening, that it's second nature for us to intervene. You know what I mean? And then ask questions later. You know, that, that's all I'm saying. All and right. I yield the floor to uh, Queen Marcy. And no, no, I hear what you're saying. I just, I, I thought you were saying, like, let's not talk about, you know, what's really going on. Let's just nah, nah, we're going to talk about it, man. We're going to talk about it, you know, this the family right here, the necessary black men's family, you know. I, you know, I don't come on here just praising us and saying that we ain't got nothing that, that's wrong with us or we ain't got no work to do. We got a lot of work to do. And um, I'm just happy that there's a segment of us that's out here ready to put in work and other people that are, are joining on board. And um, I just want to go back to a little earlier, you know, um, when we was talking about uh, the sister that got brutalized by the football player and the um, the comments that I was seeing, right? Yeah. Now, I would definitely prefer that every black woman uh, uh is in a relationship with a black man. Um, we have to get back to that. Absolutely. You know what? Let me finish. Can I finish? Oh, okay. Right? But what I do want to say is, though, because someone indulged in, in um, what we consider anti-blackness by being in a relationship with someone other than um, their natural mate who should be a black man, you shouldn't just totally write them off. Because if we would have wrote Maya Angelou off uh, when she was a young teenager. We would wrote her off and didn't give her a chance. She would she, she would have just been known as a prostitute, not as this uh, prolific uh, author and uh, poetress, all right? If we would have written Malcolm X off, right? How do we get to this? We, who, no, I'm just... people off? Huh? No. Who's writing people off? What, 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 what you talking about? I'm just I'm I'm just elaborating on it. So I just I just want people to know. Well, go ahead, since you keep cutting me off, you got something very good to say. No, because we were talking about relationships, black, white. So I'm like, how we get here? Like, you know, because we were talking about interracial no, relationships. I'm trying to bring it all back to what we were talking about earlier. But go ahead, go ahead. Oh, okay. So what I was gonna say before you go to that, 
before you circle back around, I just want to nah, stop. I, I already did it. It's, 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 it's your turn now. Go ahead. Okay, so when you were talking about uh, white, you know, the black people, black women being with white men, I was just going to say that I was on Clubhouse and they were talking about, it was basically black women discussing how they don't feel um, cared for by black men. And they don't feel that, you know, all of their trying to be with black men that they're not having as much success as they would like. So they really, you know, giving other people a shot because, you know, they're not having much success with black men. So I was going to ask you about that because they, of course, they brought up Eve, they brought up um, Serena, you know, just different black women who date outside the race. Mm -hmm. I have to say, I mean, you know, it's really because, you know, I'm the one. I love black men. Like, I am most attracted to black men. Of course, there's attractive men from other races. But I have to say, the people from the other races, they try to holler just as much as the black men. The thing is, I feel like a lot of women are feeling like they will have less games with these other people. You know what I'm saying? Because there's so much going on in the black community um, where I feel like if you just a straight, you know, a, a, a woman that's just trying to have a regular loving relationship, you don't want to deal with this cheating, this, you know, even this slogan of black men don't cheat. When you know these men who are out here saying black men don't cheat have cheated on their spouses. And it's like almost a game. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like that's becoming a huge issue for a lot of black women who are trying to be with black men, but they not getting they not getting attention from black men. All right, the uh black men don't cheat, right? Is almost like a mantra, right? Um just like black lives matter, right? Um there is a segment of society that don't cheat. That 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 is there. That has been proven from time and time again. We know of situations where people have been married for six decades. Um, in every ethnic group, there's going to be individuals that cheat, right? Um, there's going to be individuals that leave their family. Um, there's going to be deadbeat dads. You know, um, the colonizer was the first deadbeat dad. So if you want to talk about, it, let's talk about that. All right. Um, to address what, what, what you're saying is, uh, in regards to women that feel that, you know, the black man is not giving them enough and they tried that and they had less than that. Um, in life, we try out a lot of things. You know, we might try to uh, excel in sport and that didn't work for us. You know, um, do you just give up or do you try harder? You know, so um, we might um wanna uh strive i mean that's different though a sport is not an individual like I'm, you, I'm not, you can chase after a I'm black a black man and then a black okay. man is like i want this latino woman i want this white woman i don't want you black woman that's not a sport a sport is not gonna say i don't want you to play me i want somebody else to play me like so it's kind of different you i didn't finish. I, I was gonna finish i was just, that that was just the first analogy but to to, to round it off right it is this right when women, when I hear these women, right, um, and I have heard them, and, and I know a few of them, that feel like it's best that they date outside their race, right? 
they're always going on personal experience, right? And no one can tell you, you know, um, your journey, your path, and, and, and your truth, right? But the, 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 you you have to look at the uh, the men that they are choosing to date. You know what I mean? So when you um, make a, a, a statement or, or you make a decision that is, um, I want to say, that is inclusive of all black men, I think is uh, disingenuous. No, you had a bad experience with this individual, that individual, but it's not all black men together. That that that's how I see it. And, and a lot of times, man, um, it, it ain't the black man. It might be you. So I yield the floor again to the queen. Okay. So it's not me. It's you. Sometimes that's, that's, that's what you stick to. I said sometimes is not the man is you. Oh, so you gonna put the sometimes in there to make it like a, a no. slightly you know less I said of that. a. You know I said that before. Now, if you want me sometimes. to sometimes, that's your wordplay. Hey, look, no, I mean I I can see that people might want to say that, but we I mean we just we just got a problem being honest in our community. That's that's all that's all I'm saying. And you know I feel bad for these people who. They want to love a black man, but they just they feel rejected by black men. So, you know, you just feel bad for people like, Oof, girl, I feel bad for you. You know, like, that's all I can say. Yeah, I think you they'd know? be wa I think they'd be watching too much movies. And, um, you know, So you think real life don't teach them that? No, I, I have to tell listen, you, I have listen. more. I have more people from other races, like really like, oh, like this. And black men like, oh, she's just another black but, chick. You know, right, like, let me, so um, in my own experience, I have more of them like actively coming. And black guys like looking somewhere else. You know what okay. I'm saying? So it's not just them. Let me ask you something, right? You think that football player that well, didn't they say that was his wife or his fiance? Yeah, I think they were engaged. Yeah, I, they might have been married, right? You think that when he seen her, he didn't this regal, beautiful, melanated, shining black. I hope so. I hope and he was that. in all with her, right? Hey. That's how we usually start. And then guess what? He beat your ass. Guess what? He cheated on you. He did the same thing that you thought wasn't going to happen on this side because you thought the grass was green over here. So listen, man, all y'all sisters that want to um, hold on, keep on, keep the faith. <laughs> You know, <laughs> you gonna get you one. Yeah, you better start checking in the right places, man. You know, uh, let me look, hold on one real minute, right? Because we don't do this for ourselves. We do this for um our, our viewership and our audience, and we get a lot of comments. And I just want to read a few before you go to the. Okay, uh, I, I hope they ain't hurting me too bad. They ain't gonna be beating up on me too bad, are they? All right, uh, Huey P. Newton. He said, "Little Wayne is a sellout." Absolutely. He is ignorant and don't care. Uh, let me stop that. He, he, he's ignorant and he don't care about justice, freedom, and quality. He is for self. Absolutely. Kirby Lewis, the third. Salute, black man. That's my people right there. We don't have those type of people nowadays. They are not like our icons. If a black man, woman is dating outside their race, they are more likely a coon or a bed bench or a bed buck. They will be more choices of black men if the government didn't put most of our population behind bars. I shave my brother. 
it's the choices that black women make too. A lot want the bad boy and are mad when they get what they want. All the accountability is on the black man, not the black woman. Mm. Twitter is filled with black women bashing black men, but where do you see black men bashing black women on a large scale? Mm. Raheem, really? Uh, that, really? I, I'm just reading really? what people really? say. Hold on. We no, but your extras, part. your extras, I mean, if we want to talk about it, I mean, nah. we making a comment. No, okay. Listen, Daryl Darrell, and I'm sorry if I mispronounced your name. I butcher everybody's name, but Darrell Dallas said vast majority of the time it is the black man that's wrong. So there's two sides to the coin. No, huh? I'm not saying that anyone is wrong. I'm I'm just saying that black women are hurt. And How they really hurt. And we don't need our Are you gonna let me say something? Okay. <laughs> Okay, look, all I'm saying is that black women want their black men. That's all I'm saying. I'm not placing no blame. That's not what I'm trying to do. I'm just really trying to say what I hear black women saying is that they love black men and they want them. God damn, I want a black man. Like, I mean, you know, I don't want anybody else but mm -hmm. a black man. But at the same time, I'm not sure that the affinity is equal like whenever i'm interested in a man i have to make sure that they want a black woman with natural hair like i don't want to you know make it seem like i'm going to be a black woman you know doing certain things like you know i don't like straight weeks you know i hate i hate straight weeks so <laughs> i want to make sure i hate hair hats I hate <laughs> You know, yeah, I wear long braids because I feel it makes me, I just feel better wearing things that's more ethnic. I don't like European looking hair on me. I don't yeah. like it. So I want to make sure that I'm with a black man that's not expecting me to be wearing Kim Kardashian type hair. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's something that's important to me. But at the end of the day, what I'm saying is that I hear black women saying they love black men and they're just in pain. They hurt because they want a black man. That's all. I'm not trying to blame y'all. I'm not trying. That's not what I'm trying to say or do. Yeah. So, brothers, man, we got work to do, man. We got to make these sisters, man, know, man, that we love them. We adore them and we appreciate them and we hold them into the highest standard among ourselves and that we're going to do better now we do have a sister her name is nashika s braxton black man blast dash black woman in hip-hop and you're absolutely right sister oh they do and y'all don't stand up for us <laughs> right raheem what y'all don't y'all don't have our back when they when they say disgusting sexually overt you know things about us or the way they display us on camera y'all don't never say anything or dis well, disavow that kind of stuff it's well, just something that's just like accepted i think we're living in a different day and time right now um when i grew okay. up you had snoop dogg who said bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks and right now women are are, are <laughs> they, they are exploiting themselves they not only are they exploiting themselves but um they are saying some things that like wow you really gonna say that you know and i i think now is a different time man but overall we do need to um have rap music 
that is not um, anti-woman and, and, and definitely speaking in them terms. Now you got. But it's about standards, though. Yeah, and, I mean, and if the man said, "I wanted a woman like this," on a certain, the videos and the things that we see, they're showing us that they want a woman that shakes her ass, that's twerking, that you know is 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 um just out there as far as her her physical body, just basically showing her body, no type of like putting them on a um pedestal you know, like we used to see that growing mm -hmm. up the men just oh you queen and like just you know bringing them a rose and all that stuff now it's just like this is what i like and if you're not doing this i'm not interested so that's what's being you know the message that's being sent so the standard is just so kind of like low yeah, we got we definitely gotta raise the standards. And I see there's a lot of comments and I see what y'all doing though. <laughs> I'm not gonna read all these comments because you know what they doing, Raheem. Let me huh? know what they doing. <laughs> yeah, you got the men going, you got the men standing for the men, and you got the women standing for the women, and what, what we don't they saying? I can't see. I wanna hear. I wanna hear what, what they All right, saying. what we don't want to do is create a gender vibe. Like I said, man, we have work to do. All right. Well, you know, the sister said black man bass, black woman in hip hop. Then the brother came back. And he said, so rappers rep all black men now. And then she said, no, not at all. But they set the example. And then the brother came back. He said they uh, they set the example for people who want to live that lifestyle. Mm. But and that's, then that's that's. I mean, I understand what he's saying, but at the end of the day, is a huge influence. They influence Absolutely. a lot of people. The people like him, the people like us, we're in such the minority. Like, if you're not, if you're not buying into this act, this music, the the, the negativity, you're not getting love. I see so much negative um, posts and uh, things that's being put up about black people getting so many likes so many shares you get no attention when you're positive and you're doing you know the thing that's more respectful you don't get as much love so you don't see it so what's what's happening is that in the minds of people um they're being sent they're being sent a message that this is what is expected this is what you know is the norm cardi b now what has a television show I know I, I I I shouldn't bring up Cardi B because you know how I feel about Cardi B. Yeah, no, I see that she has a TV show. I'm like, what the hell she got a TV show for? Like, why are they keep on rewarding these people? And this is the problem with it. This is and the problem. Know, we 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 feed into that problem too, man. When we um hold individuals up to high standards that are. Uh, dealing with low frequency um it just goes back to that 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 meme and i like to post it every once in a often where it shows um i opened up a black business and you see under there he got probably like two likes no comments and then i forget what the other side says I but working a job or something yeah like, working a job, a job something like that and he got hundreds of thousands of uh likes uh comments and it's just like yo what we really gonna do man we're gonna we're gonna celebrate the worst of us or we're gonna celebrate black excellence but this is the thing though what i hear the the woman saying who left the message i didn't hear what her name was but when she was saying the negativity in the music videos she was basically saying look at how they're harming us and so when he said 
oh, this, so this is all black men now. Basically, he discounted what she said in the sense, and I'm not blaming him. I'm saying this is what we hear. Okay, you're being hurt, but that ain't my fault. That's basically what was just communicated. When I would like to hear someone say, you're hurt, what can I do to stop this? How can I stop your pain? Mm. Not, I didn't do that. That ain't me. Like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I would like to hear someone say, like, damn, that's that's messed up. You hurting like this. Like, what can I do? Yeah, you know I, what I'm saying? Yeah. I, that's I, how I want you to respond. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, even when they would say songs about hoes and bitches and all this, I used to feel like, well, they're not talking about me. You know, that used to be my attitude. But now I'm learning that. But it's young women who's hearing that. And now, look, all black women calling each other bitches all the time. That's my bitch. I've never had a friend, a man call me a bitch. I'm just like, hey, how did I evade this? And I think it's because of how I carry myself. People know not to try me like that. But it's so normal. It's so normalized that now black women just calling each other bitches. And it's just cute. It's cool. You think you avoided that? I haven't had a friend call me a bitch. I've you, never had a man call me a bitch. You just ain't so, hear it. <laughs> what you say? You just ain't hear him say it. Hey, they didn't say it to me. I mean, whatever. May I know people probably thought it like, man, she a bitch. I'm sure somebody said that before to themselves, but they ain't never said it to me. They saying it in the comments. Ah! <laughs> I just joking. You better, you better not. You better not. Hey, I can laugh about it. Whatever. I mean, you better not call her that. Please, okay. I got you right here. Got me right here. Watch. Better stop playing. <laughs> but yo, we let's move on, man. Let's move on. So the next subject matter is uh what? it's funny because <laughs> this dude is a fraud. He's not even white, right? But <laughs> he is the leader of the Proud Boys. Oh <laughs> yeah. Yeah, his name is uh Enrique. Uh uh what is it? Enrique Sorio. Torrio, all right. Yes. Enrique Torrio, right? I think he's Mexican or Cuban. Which one is he? You know? He ain't white. <laughs> uh, and, and he look is, white though, right? Nah, not 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 so much. You know what I okay. mean? Um okay. but you know, if, if you hear Hispanic, uh um, you know, they'll make you an honorary member. They will. But he, he, yo, he's a fraud, you know, and he's a, and, and, and he's a feds and he's, he's a, an informant. He's an informant. informant. <laughs> yeah, this dude yeah, here. Um, so the headlines and, and see, this is what I like to tell people, right? You know, a lot of y'all, when y'all don't be on the right side of history and y'all, and y'all want to ally with these people you know, that's non-melanated. When they done with you, they will throw you to the wolves. Okay? You think that this man is a is a prominent individual amongst racist white supremacists, right? Um, you think that other people ain't noticed? Why is it being this you gotta ask yourself, why is it being exposed now? 
That's the that's the real question. Why is it be they knew this because these cases old. Um to get into the case, allegedly uh um he was involved in fraud. Ain't it ironic? He's a fraud and, and he was involved in fraud. Um where he was changing the labels on uh diabetic kits and selling them and doing, you know, some 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 crazy wow shit like that and you know he was getting ready to receive like 30 months in jail and um his lawyer got up there oh i think i wrote it down matter of fact uh hold on one minute give me one minute yeah but his lawyer stood up in court and he said your honor frankly in all years which is now more than 30 i've been doing this i never had a client as prolific in terms of cooperating in any respect. He said in the 30 years that he was a lawyer, he never had a client that was more prolific in, in, co in cooperating, right? Um, he cooperated not just in that case, but in a whole lot of other cases, drug cases and just... Yeah, he sent a lot of people to jail. Hey, right? a rat is a rat is a rat. Rat is a rat is a rat. So listen, rem remember when the Proud Boys used to be fist pumping the police and, yo, we out here, we helping you guys and blue lives matter. And we're like, oh, these motherfuckers is working with the police. They was really working with the police. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. So listen, man, this is why when... The head of the not fucking around coalition uh, was saying that the white supremacists said that they wanted to join forces together during the march or provide security for them. How you gonna no. provide security or join forces with a black militia? Are you, you know, mm -hmm. but this is the thing the audacity to act some shit like that. You know what I mean? And some people was for that shit, man. You, you, yo, you got it. Listen, this they is probably because they study history. I mean, you know, you said on. it. You said it. I can't even say it after that. You said it. You I mean, you know what? What'd you say? You got to know your enemy. Exactly. Absolutely. I mean, that's all you could say about that. I mean, I guess when I think about something you just said when you was like, um, uh, his past. Like, people didn't say nothing about it prior to, and now they got something to say, right? Mm-hmm. Why is that? But, you know, I had the same question about Trump. Because I remember when, you know, when he was running for office and I was doing my, my radio show, Civil Rights and Civil Wrongs. Shout out to Cleveland, Ohio, okay? Voice of Radio, I had my radio show. And I was talking about, you know, um, Trump how he was talking about light people on fire. Like he was, he was encouraging people to be violent. Absolutely. And I was like, how, you know, I was even writing blog posts at the time. Like, how are people even considering this dude? And he's talking about violence about against people, you know, and they didn't have a problem with it then, but all of a sudden him, you know, doing little dog whistles about them going to the Capitol and, you know, saying a little stuff people saying. It was kind of equivalent. So I'm like, why is it okay back in 2016 
when he was running for office, when he was saying all this ridiculous shit about touching women in their privates and, you know, just everything that he was saying, why did not people not have that much of a problem then? But now they're like, oh, impeach him. Because the violence that he was talking about and, and the, the people that it was supposed to be perpetrated on was black people. But as soon as it came to their doorstep, mm. it became a problem. Oh, it's like, oh, wait, you can't come be, at us? Yeah. Then it oh, became okay. So that's what it is. Because he was yeah. talking about burning the black guy on fire and yeah. hitting them, their heads on the, the car, on the police car and all yeah, that. He would have a problem with it. Absolutely. When you look at it, he was saying, yeah, police, when you got a suspect, you know, the uh, stereotype for a suspect to the police is black individuals. And those same black congressional congress members that was hiding under their office chairs and, and was in panic and praying and, and thought it was the end of the world and that you was going to lose your life and all of that. What you know how it feels. If those people were black. I'm getting ready to explain that. You know how it feels to your black congressmen for the your black constituents that have to live amongst those same people that was in that crowd, which was police officers, army sergeants, and, and high-ranking law enforcement. These are the individuals that's controlling our community. And then we complained and nothing was done by y'all. But as soon as that fear is visited upon your heads, oh, it's a problem with racism and white supremacy. No, the, their own organization. I think it was 10 years ago, 2014, maybe, the FBI put out a report and said that every level of uh, uh, law enforcement has been infiltrated by racist supremacists. So they knew it then. But when it came and it was at their doorstep, it was a problem. Now, what was the question you had, sister? Um, I was asking, like, if, if, if the Capitol was stormed by melanated people, hmm. majority melanated people, I just imagine guns being involved. I imagine like just the resistance that would have been met, you know, would have been a totally different picture. National guards would have been been sent in. National guards would have been sent in, and it and it, and it just would have it would have ended real bad. Absolutely, yeah. There's Absolutely. no there's no there's no denying that fact. You know, so let me see here. Zelaya is a liar. Zelaya. <laughs> yo, they going, yo, they really going back and forth. Yo, be easy in the comments, man. What they talking about? <laughs> nah, nah. The brother said, yo, I'm sorry, I hurt your feelings and something. I had no fault in. But yo, listen, man, we gotta lift each other up. You know what I mean? And um, we don't know everybody's journey. Everybody has their own particular path. And um, our job, man, is to make our sisters feel safe and, and feel respected, regardless of whether we are the ones that's out there doing it and the, the statements that are being made is making it inclusive of all black men. Let's stand up and show them, like, well, this black man ain't doing that. And, and, and that, that's all I want. Like that's what I'm saying. Assigning guilt or blame is not where it's at. Like when I see a child, like a child is being mistreated, a child that's hurt. I don't look at the kid like, oh, well, I didn't do that to you. I'm not going, 
I ain't going to love you. I ain't going to hug you. I'm not going to show you love. You know, it's just like, no, I see someone in pain. I don't have to apologize. All I can say to the kid, like, how can I assist you? How can I be there for you? How can I support you? You know what I'm saying? That's that's all I'm saying. No one's saying that you have to apologize for anything. Let me ask you you, you made a post where you were saying that you ran into someone that was being mean to a child. Yeah, man. Talk I about was, that. What happened? Oh, uh, I was, I was out running errands. I was actually picking up groceries, and I had to bring it to my car. And I saw this mother with her little boy, and he just seemed to be like a happy little boy, you know, just walking alongside of her. And in an instant, she took off and was just you know, pulling them and cussing them out and all this. And he was just looking like, what the hell happened? I was looking like, what happened? What did he do? You know what I'm saying? But regardless of what he did, he didn't the just way know. that she handled him was, I, it made me so mad. I actually did have like a tear come down. I, was, I just felt his pain. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It just made me so sad because of how she was treating him. And I'm like, we have to watch how we're, talking to our children and treating them and disrespecting them because they turn into something else. I mean, years and years of abuse, neglect can just turn a, a, a wonderful little child into something else that, you know, a monster, you know, a menace to and society. You know, you know what that might do as well? That what? might turn him into one of those rappers that we were talking about earlier that be rapping uh, and have vitriol towards black women. Definitely. It might him into an individual that think it's all right to put his hand on black women because of the way his mother treat him. So you're definitely right, man. We have to watch, you know, um, what we say and what we do when it when when it when it comes to our baby. But yeah, I, I seen you posted that little video on your IG page, and, and you were saying, yo, you, that you had went out earlier, and that's situation happened speaking of your yeah, eyes that was a clip uh that was a clip with ro timmy from yeah. power and yeah. he it was a scene with his mother because yeah, he was I'm, talking I'm, about you know how his mother called him a demon his whole life and you know the part that gets me is when he was like the way you say my name yeah. you know it was just that part right there hit me like you i don't i mean i'm, I'm sure a lot of us have seen those situations Whereas a mother in the way that she says, you know, her child's name in such disgust or disappointment, you know, it's just like you feel that that pain, you yeah. know. So that's why I posted that because I was like, man, this is some deep stuff that we got to get together. Hey, yo, so that's on her IG page. Let them know your IG so they can go follow you. Uh, Forever Marcy Lee. That's on IG. And I just got my Facebook page back. <laughs> Yeah, they be I finally back. got my Facebook page back, so you can follow me on Facebook as well. And, and real quickly, right? If you looking at this on, um, because we streaming on platforms, we are on uh, YouTube. Make sure you like this. Make sure you comment. So and make sure you hit that bell that's on this side, um, so that anytime we online, you will get a notification. Um, subscribe to us on Necessary Blackness Podcast. And if you're on Facebook, you're already following me. But you you have your Facebook back, so make sure you follow. 
be on Facebook as well. Right now, she's accepting all followers. And I'm telling you, about a month from now, she's going to be like, I don't even know these people. I'm not following them. <laughs> so y'all better, y'all, y'all better, she ain't going to stop following like a month. So y'all want to follow. Y'all better get it in early. <laughs> okay. We'll stop that follow button. Well, yeah. So what, we done? Now, um, let me see. Oh, now we got one more thing to talk about, right? And this is the situation with uh, GameStop and, uh, and AMC, right? Um, I've been studying the market, so uh, I'm, I'm, I, I got a little expertise. Just a little, little expertise on this, right? You know, um, and that's why a lot of times y'all don't be seeing me, and I and and it's probably because COVID, right? COVID gave me the opportunity to start doing things I wouldn't normally do. Like, yo, I'm watching candles and I'm looking at whether it's gonna go up or down and how the market is moving. So I miss market, you know. Now I done blew a couple of bags though before I learned what I was doing, but I'm good now, right? Because you're always going to make it back, and it's just money, and money is just currency. You know what okay. I mean? You got to go with the flow. That's all. And once you get that flow, yeah, your boy going to touch an amp. But okay. anyway, so GameStop, right? Yo, the stocks was horrible. No traction, none of that, right? But with these stocks, they're horrible to small investors such as us. But these big hedge funds and these millions, they still make millions off of it. Oh, don't let don't don't, don't let that. What what they do is, it's called a um a short sell, right? And um, they they, they got a term for it where um they talk about uh, squeezing the sale or something like that. But they do short sell on these stocks and they make a lot lot of money. So there was a group of individuals that was on Reddit, and um. They went out and they bought this stock and the stock went through the roof, right? Now, let me give you a little backstory on the stock. Uh, uh, GameStop for the last six year, consecutive six years didn't move. It was going down and down and down for the last six years. Like junk stock, right? And what they did was they made the stock rise. And Robin Robin Hood and uh, uh, Cash App and a couple of other um, providers of this stock, what they did was they stocked it where you couldn't trade, you couldn't buy, or you couldn't sell the stock, right? Uh, 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 The only people that was able to do it was the people that is at the hierarchy. Right, so they still making money, selling, dropping the stocks, and what they did was these two days that the small investors, after they made the stock rise and made and they made millions of dollars off of this. By the way, these small investors they sold it. Yeah, because what what it is is it was almost like David versus Goliath, right? And guess what? David won, right? So what, what, what happens is, is that when they sell these stocks, they making the money, they pulling the money from it, right? So now they're being investigated because listen, 
white, rich hedge fund managers, they do this all the time. This is how they get rich in the stock market. You know that's what happened at the housing, the um, oh, housing absolutely. crash market. Absolutely. Because yeah. you know, so when, when when they do this, and now they're being investigated because what you did was you stopped people for two days, the small investors from doing anything, right? And it gave them rich millionaires and them hedge fund managers time to take their money and move it around and put it somewhere else and make more money. This, this, this is all a game, but it just shows you the power of the people, you know, and there's a lot more to it. Um, they're being investigated. They go, they, you know, they're going to get sued like crazy. There's a class action suit. I mean, is anybody going to get locked up? Nah, that ain't happening. They got too much money. But anybody that owned Robinhood, and I got Robinhood as an app, and you bought stocks, you probably can join that class action lawsuit. They'll pay out $5 billion or something like that. And that's not no money to them, you know. But what, what I'm, I'm going to tell you the good thing about this, and I'm going to let you speak, right? There was uh, a sister, melanated sister, right? She always expounded to her children the importance of stock market and investing and, and for a Kwanzaa gift, right? This young melanated mother gifted her daughter, who was eight at the time, with I think maybe one share or a couple of shares of uh, 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 um, GameStop. And at that particular time, um, she paid $6 a piece for them, right? Um, I think Recently, it was just only worth $2. Anyway, on Wednesday morning, I don't want to say this young girl name because I'm butchering, but the young daughter that was gifted this stock when she was eight years old, she's 10 now, right? She sold them for a little under $3,200. How many of y'all was 10 years old and had $3,200? <laughs> How many of y'all was 10 years old and had one-tenth of a stock, you know. So there was some good that came out of this. Um, and they have a picture of her. And I'm going to post a story about that uh, uh, on my uh, Instagram. And I'll post it on Facebook as well. But that's something to definitely uh, uh, look out for. Um, they target AMC. In fact, I, when I knew what was going on, I went and tried to purchase uh, some a AMC stock. They took the money out. And then they canceled it and sent it right back. Oh. Yeah, that's what Cash App did to me. So yeah, and and there's gonna be other ones that they hit up too, you know. Uh, so yeah, make sure y'all get in the stock market. Make sure y'all start um investing. You gonna start giving us some lives about the market, man? Oh yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I gotta get a little bit better. I gotta get a little bit better, man. Okay. Like, like I said, right? You, you in order to be an investor, right? The, you you have to be in that millionaire mindset. You have to be very patient. You know, um, if, if your day start off wrong, it might not be time for you to enter the market. Like you have to be in a certain mindset. Oh, okay. And you know what my problem? I'm gonna tell you what my problem was. What? I'm only operating from my phone and my computer, and I prefer my phone. And I'm constantly I'm looking at the market, and then I'll be like. Somebody hit me on Instagram. I go to Instagram, checking it. You have to watch it. 
you have to put the time in and I wasn't doing that. So what I would do was now what I do is um I I they they with with iPhones you could have it where your app is not accessible for a certain time of the day. So I've been doing that. You know, so a lot of y'all, y'all think I'm ignoring your messages, whether it's phone calls, text messages, nothing is happening when I'm on the market. Because I, like I said, man, I'm going to touch an M this year. I'm going to be the first person in my family to touch an M. Okay, manifest yeah. that. In, my, in, in, in the last three generations, it's probably like that. Yeah, probably the last three generations. Yeah, fourth generation, we had a millionaire in the bloodline. But yeah, probably in the last three generations. That's a lot of people. You consider how big my family is? I want to be the first person to touch an M. And, and not, you know, as, as I know it sounds like a title and stuff like that, but what I want to do is to show them that if I could do it, all y'all could do it. You know what I mean? Because all of y'all can come from the bottom. You know, all of y'all ain't have to get it out the mud. But not only that, can, I want to Can we talk about something a little off topic. Well, what's that? Let's go. Okay, it's a, it's another dating thing though, and I think I might create another divide. But it's just something that popped up in my head though. Why you be starting trouble, man? <laughs> I want to talk about real stuff. All right, come on. All right, all right. This okay. stock market ain't real stuff. Oh no 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 no! It is. It is. All right, but no, get it, get it, get it. You know, we talk about a variety of things. Yeah. But me and you talked about this. Uh, maybe a couple months ago, we were talking about the old dudes trying to holler at the younger ladies. Yeah. <laughs> but this is something else, but not that combo. Okay, good. Okay. This is about men, new, I, I guess you can say new age men or men nowadays kind of coming at women like they want them to go 50 50 or. Because, like, I hear men saying, like, they go on all these dates and they don't want to spend money. Like, because it's just like, you know, I'm spending all this money. But past that, when you're in a relationship or if you're going on these dates, a lot of dudes, I hear. I don't know because it ain't happened to me. But <laughs> I'm hearing. That laugh gave it go, away. It happened to you. No, it ain't nah, happened to I'm me. I'm just messing I'm with you. I'm messing with you. I'm grateful. I'm thankful. I'm, I mean, I have my, my views on it. I mean, I've had a conversation with someone about it. And okay. I said, I thought it was petty. Yeah. And in my experience, the dudes that I've always been on, went on a date with or talked to mm -hmm. thought that it was like, they felt prideful to do that, to, to buy me dinner, to, pay the bills or you know whatever like they it made them feel good mm -hmm. so this new age thing of trying to do 50 50 or not i don't know what do you think about that yo that i yo listen i don't know man i that ain't how i grew up that ain't what i heard you know what i mean like i never heard of that 50 50 even even um like in the household, you don't do 50 50. You know what I mean? But first of all, dating, you shouldn't do that. You know what I mean? Everybody's household is different. Um, and if that's something that you agree upon in your household, uh, that, that's something. But where I'm from, man, the man pay the bills. You got to pay the cost to be the boss. You know what okay. I mean? 
and, and just as a, a protector and a provider, you know, um, I always knew that, you know, that was something that you had to do. It was just like second nature, you know. I have to and, say, like, hearing it, I thought about that, like how I would feel. And it was a turnoff, to be honest. Yeah. I was like, ooh, I think I would be turned off. And then said that to me. Yeah, another thing is, you know, um, it was a period of time, man, when I went on a session of dates. And, you know, I like to eat good and I like to enjoy myself. And God damn it, them girls like to eat, boy. They like, they order everything. (laughs) Yo. When you start calling, huh? When you doing too much, where you just like, oh, yeah, no, you cut off. No, 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 no. But when okay. they when you call away and be like, Yeah, you can bring the bill and they be like, Oh yeah, and can you um get me this, that, and the other? And they will get stuff to go. They will take the the, 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 the little uh what they call it, the doggy bag or whatever. <laughs> but they will order more stuff so they could take and I had one girl tell me, Yeah, I'm gonna heat this up tomorrow for lunch. <laughs> I'm like, yo, like I can see yeah, and this was like this wasn't something that was left over. She ordered so that it could go on the menu and all that. And I'm like, all right. Wait, are you saying that she ordered a meal for there, but then she ordered a meal to go for like another day? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I heat it up. Yeah, I was like, all right. You know, but, you know, it's, you know, I'm just like, all right. But, but I was in a situation where I was like, yo, you know what? What was that, about four or five this week? You know what I mean? You're spending a lot of money. So, fellas, what you got to do is don't automatically go on a date with them. Get to know them over the phone and pre-qualify them. Let me tell you something. I can have a conversation with pre-qualify. an individual. Pre-qualify. Yeah, okay. I can have a conversation with an individual, and within the first five minutes, I know whether I want to go on a date with her. Just certain things she, she said. You know what I mean? Like, I was on the phone with someone um, not too long ago, and um, there was somebody in the background, and they was like, hold on one minute. And the shit that they said to them and the way they was talking to them, I was like, oh, nah, man, I can't fuck with you. You on that type of time? Okay. You know what I mean? So little telltale times is so you know, like, yo, you ain't going on no date. You know what I mean? I ain't Looks dropping like no a clear, bag. clear, clear turn off, like. Like, if you in the pre-qualification stages, like, what's something that's just, like, an absolute, like, heck no? Oh, I'm I'm, I'm going to tell you about this one date that I did, right? This girl, we went out, and we went, it, it, it was a comedy show, but it was like a dinner comedy show where they have the camera, they serve you your dinner and the drinks and all that, real eloquent, right? And she was buying these lemons back. Yo, she gonna know if she see this shit, but I don't care. Yo, she's buying these lemon drops, right? The lemon drops was like eleven ninety nine or something. It was like eleven dollars or something. Yo, shorty had seven. So that's that's seventy dollars right there. That's wow. not that's not even including the meal or none of that, right? Because we we was just eating, but um the uh um. The comedy show was getting ready to be over, and um, they was getting ready to do karaoke. Yeah, karaoke. So everything was going smooth, the right time. But I was like, damn, yo, shorty throwing them them lemon drops back. But I'm cool, you know what I mean? I'm not really drinking like that because I'm the one driving. You know what I mean? It ain't make no sense for both of us being drunk. 
So when 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 the comedy's over, I called the waiter to ask for the bill. You know what I mean? She was like, "Whoa, what you doing?" I said, you know, they get me to do the karaoke. I'm like, you know, she was like, I'm not done yet. She was like, let me get another one of those lemon drops, right? And I was, I was looking like, damn, shorty, you really throwing them back? But I, I, I really didn't mind, right? Yo, when the when the waiter finally brought her her drink, and I and I was filling out the um the receipt, you know, um, she was looking. Yo, the, um, before I could give the, the lady the receipt, she snatched it out of my hand and was like, oh, and gave it to the lady. I was like, yo, why you do that? She was like, because I thought you put a dollar on there. Because if you put a dollar on there, right, I wasn't going to come out and date you. No, I wasn't going to. You mean gonna as a tip? Date. Yeah, she thought I gave the girl a dollar tip. But listen, that was rude as fuck, right? I'm paying for all this shit. <laughs> You snatched that, yo. Know, she snatched the receipt out of my hand, and I and I had to tell her. I said, "Yo, first of all, they already took off. I think it was like a fifteen percent uh, gratuity, so I didn't really have to leave no tip, right? Because they already took it out. Right. And I left the lady uh, a hefty tip, like because she was really working that room and coming over. You know what I mean? And I know what it is, young black sister. You know what I mean? Yo, I'm gonna take care of you. You know what I mean? So, yo, yo, I was highly upset. Like, yo, I ain't really yeah. flipped. But when we was on the drive home, yo, I really let her know, like, yo, don't you ever do that. You know what I mean? And, you know, um, yeah, she that, that was the last time. You know what I mean? I think I, I think I still probably got her blocked in my phone because she kept calling me. Like, we was going to hang out again. I'm like, Shoot, that was a nice dinner date. Why would she be calling you, blowing you up? Yeah, she was blowing me up. But now nah, I pretty much told her that night, like, yo, you know, like when I dropped her off, like, yeah, have a good night. And you know what I mean? And have a good thought, night, a nice yeah, life. Yeah, she thought we was going <laughs> to hang out because the night was still young. You know me, back then I was a party animal too. We was going to hang out all night. But yeah, I had to let that go. Like, yo, come on, come she on. Could, she could handle seven, eight drinks? Yeah, yeah. She was, she, yeah, she was, she was nice. She was nice. She was wow. on... She was on go. <laughs> and wow. I off too. Took her right home. Have a nice day. See you <laughs> sober up. And you know, I think when she sobered up and she realized, you know, what it was, like she called me and apologized. But, you know, some some people you just you accept the apology, but that don't mean you have to deal with them. You just Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was like, okay. You know? yeah. I'm glad you saw where, where you went wrong. But that, ain't, that don't mean we still going to kick it like that. Yeah, so that probably was, like, the worst date that I had. You know what I mean? Like, in terms of someone just being real out of line. But, yo, fellas, man, don't do that for me, man. You know what I mean? Yo, it, it, listen, man, listen. I know COVID, you know, got, got, got the situation kind of rough for some of us. And, you know, a lot of us is going through it. But, yo, listen, man, this is this where you use the genius that lies within yourself, man, and jump into that Forex market, man. You know? Yo, listen, the other day, um, I, I seen a sale. I wasn't sure about it. And I was like, damn, man, this looks good. And if I put all this money on here, I don't want to blow this account, right? But I've been watching this young girl, this young girl, 20 years old, college student, she's doing her thing. 
and I just hit her up randomly, like, yo, look, I seen you talking about this trade. Yo, I'm about to do this. You think I should do it? Yo, she sent me a video pointing it out. She was like, you see this channel? You're going to enter here. And she was like, you're going to take your profit here. But she was like, don't do it one by one. She said, you're going to have to do it all at once. And she was like, that's 300 pips. She divided up, told me how much money I was going to get. I was like, all right, you know. Why I did it and it worked. You know what I mean? But listen, you got you 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 gotta study the market, man. And sometimes you in doubt, like I was like, and I wasn't sure myself. Sometimes if you're not sure, don't take it. Because if I would have did what I thought I was gonna do, I'd have lost it. You know what I mean? Well, you know what? She sounds like somebody good to, you know, take a few lessons from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was one of the things though, you know what I mean? Um she she's one of those individuals that's not on because we all in a chat and most people are trying to sell their cause trying to sell their business and yeah. she's one of those like yo look i want to see my people succeed you know what i mean so i didn't have a problem reaching out didn't know the sister from a hole in wall and just asked them based on my analysis you think this is right so the moral of the story is man listen you can get into that. There's so much other things you could get into, man, that, that you could make a little bit of extra money, man, so you don't ever tell a girl, yo, we going 50-50. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what girl go out on the date with you. The 50-50? The 50? Some people yeah. learn. I mean, I feel like some people, because of the situation, are considering that yo then you then you got yo then you gotta get you gotta get like I said man you gotta use the genius with inside yourself yo you ain't gotta go to a restaurant take it to a park have a little yeah do something else but I know one day if somebody came to me like that I'd be like I don't need to go to date that bad like I just stay home but 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 no but what if what if what if they took you out maybe to a park or to a uh you know because it's it's also about it's 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 just comes off as being petty as hell. Like I'm like, don't come at me like with some fifty. Why are you coming at me like that? That's how I'm thinking. But if yeah. somebody say, yeah, you know what? Let's meet up at a park or something like that. It don't feel like that. But if somebody say like, yeah, I want to invite you out to dinner, but we need to go fifty fifty. I'll be like, what? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. If, if somebody coming at me like that, I'm like, you must not really want to go on a date with me. That's how I would feel in my head. All right. Now, now you know your, your inbox going to be blown up. Like, yo, I got to, <laughs> yo, no, 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 no. But listen, I understand, though, because I've had conversations with a few dudes, like, you know, friends, yeah. that's telling me, like, how they feeling. But the thing is, what I notice about some of these people is their pockets is hurting right now. And I'm like, would you be talking like that if your money was right? And they wouldn't. They wouldn't be acting like that if they then it ain't right. the time to date. Well, listen, I don't want to be up in nobody's face and I'm broke. You know what I mean? So if my money's not right, I'm not even entertaining going out. You know what I mean? Like I'm 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 strategizing how I'm gonna get to the bag. You know what I mean? And I listen, man, there's been times where I done been broke. I tell people, man. I done been rich three times and broke four, so I'm broke now. But you know another gotta know what you gotta do. Another thing that I hear guys saying is that they're trying to sift through the, the 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 money hungry people or the people who just trying to get a free dinner. They're trying to 
navigate through those people. And I'm like, you have to know the quality of person that you're dating. Yeah, like, you're yeah, pre-qualified. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm worthy of someone buying me dinner. Like, I feel like I am worthy of that. But you saying, uh, how about 50-50? I would be like, you got the wrong person. Like, you have the wrong, you're pursuing the wrong type of person. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. yeah. I, I I definitely hear what you're saying, man. And you know, for me personally, man, you know, I don't want to see nobody going hungry, man. I don't think I think it's enough food on this planet to feed everybody, man. So if a chick wanna go out and that's her intention is just to have a free meal, she will reveal herself and she'll get cut off like she got cut off them food stamps. So I don't really care about none of that. No, but you know what? No, it's cool though, like <laughs> But yo, you like, hold on before you say that, chicks. I heard chicks do do that, what? and it's just me. Like yo, they will, they ain't even interested in the old boy, but they'll go yes. on a date because you go on the spun divvy and you get ready to go eat and all that. Like I can't, in good conscience, sit up in somebody's face and fake a conversation just because I like the way these shrimps taste. I can't do it. I just can't do it. But I it's hear. A lot of, it's a, I know that it happens. Man, I know that it does sad. happen. That's but it, once again, it's on the dude to know who you're like pursuing. Like you, if you know this chick is out of your league, if you know that she's not hitting you back and she's not responding in a certain way, why are you going after somebody who's not really feeling you like that? So yes, she's gonna have you buy her dinner because she's going to take advantage of the situation because you're fooling yourself. Stop fooling yourself. You know what I'm saying? If it's a woman who's on your level and she really is interested in you, she's not going to you know, get over on a dinner. Who would do that? The only person who's going to do that is someone who's looking for an opportunity. And then another thing, yo, fellas, yo, you got to be creative, right? Like, I, I went, me and my family, we went out this, uh, um, past couple of days and we went to this restaurant uh um it was it was a um mexican restaurant food was good and everything and it wasn't we we had brunch but they had um bottomless mimosa you know what i mean so, yeah bottomless so all day you get me you know what Were I mean? they hitting though? oh they was hitting yeah oh, after okay. a while i was like you know, I'm always driving. I'm like, oh, I'm good. You know what I mean? They got the little valet and you know what I mean? And and then later on that night, I heard it be popping, turned like into a club type thing. I'm like, oh, I'm going to come back here. It was like early in the morning. Um, It was a lot of us in there. But, you know, g g do something. Like, you ain't really got to go to all the fancy. A lot of times the fanciest restaurants don't have the best food. You, you you paying for the name and the brand. You know what I mean? You can find some quality joints, you know what I mean? Whether you vegan or you want soul food, you ain't got to go to the most expensive restaurants, man. But, you know, I know how they do. They be the expensive restaurants. You know? Benny Hines and Spun Dillies and all that. But, I don't know. For me, I done been in Atlanta so long and I done been to every... I've probably been to every restaurant that you need to go to at least 10 times. You know what I mean? So I'm a food kind of source. So I don't mind. Okay. That's, like, that's like, yo, what you doing? Yo, meet me over here. Just going to the restaurant. We sitting, eating, kicking it. But if your money is not right, yeah, I understand. You know what yeah. I mean? 
And don't be trying to blame the woman because your money, you know, ain't right right now. Just don't go on a date, bro. You might you might you might want to drive up to that McDonald's. I ain't gonna do that. No McDonald's, no murder burgers, none of that. Yo, my man Kirby said, yo, pocket watching. (laughs) Yo, listen, (laughs) fellas and ladies. Pocket watching. watching. I'm just saying, stop, stop, you know stepping to people and you ain't got the money to take about. Just stop. No, but pocket watching is a poor man's sport. We don't do the pocket watching around here. Don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah, but yeah, people be pocket watching. You know what I mean? They be pocket watching. And that's what that girl did when she snatched the receipt to see what I was uh, you know, giving 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 the waitress and all that. Even the waitress looked at her like, that's what you doing. You ain't even paying for this. You you know and I, and I told her <laughs> I told her, I was like, yo, so won't you, I said, yo, so won't we do this? I said, won't you just leave the tent? You know what I mean? Guess what? I ain't got no money. Yeah. Why did you buy her with your Nah, she told me she ain't had no money. She was like, she ain't. Not on her. She said, I, I didn't ask on her where did I. <laughs> at, at home in the cookie jar, she said she didn't have it. You ain't ask her that. I could not. Nah, I, I was no, 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 no. When she did that, I said, "Would you prefer to leave the tip? Because you can, you can leave the tip. Oh, okay, that's tip. a nice way to put yeah, it to her. You can leave the tip, and she was like, she don't have it. You know what I mean? And that's when I, that's when I put that American Express down. Like, well, let me handle it. Stop playing with me. <laughs> Stop playing with me. You know what I mean? But yeah. It's, you know, it's yo man. I you, gotta say, if I had good experiences with that, yeah, like, I you have good I and never, bad, man. You have good and bad, man. But you gonna have more good than bad, man. You know what I mean? And it's just about the caliber of an individual you is. You know, yeah. um, like for real. Like I, I would look at it like this, man. Even if a woman went out with me just for the free meal and this, that, and the other, like how long you think that shit gonna last? And like, okay, you got a free meal. Motherfucker, I feed the homeless. Like, okay, gave you a free meal and what? You know what I mean? Like, if you would have stuck around, you probably could have came up on the bigger bag. I would have showed you how to level up. So a lot of times when people do petty shit like that, yo, man, stop that shit. man. You know what I mean? Like, yo, we really, yo, we like, yo, I know I am. I'm trying to touch an M this year. You know what I mean? Yo, I got a couple of friends, man. Like, matter of fact, I got called the other day. Another one, you know what I mean, yo. I got like, and these are not; these are people that I known for years. Like, yo, they touching M's now, yo, bro. I'm t- I touched the M. I'm like, oh, okay, wow. you know what I mean. And the call was like, basically, like, yo, you next. You keep doing what you're doing. I'm seeing you, and you know, from conversations that we had, I'm gonna touch the M. But yo, listen, I see a lot of comments. I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna read them. I'm gonna, I'm gonna respond to them. I'm not gonna get into everything. And um, this we've been on you here. I, read the you want me to read all these comments? Yo, we gotta all set this up where you can see this too. All right. Um, all right. I want you do some good ones. No. Okay. Are you ready? All right. Dating the man, dating the man pays for the bill. 
relationship. If I'm paying all the bills, then I don't want to come home and not have to do anything but eat my dinner that was made. But if I got to come home and do the cleaning and cooking, she got to pay half. What do you think about that? Um, I think that's probably someone who hasn't been in a long-time relationship and see what it takes to run a household. Um, and I don't think it's realistic, but if that's what he wants, that's what he should get. Everybody had a preference. Me personally, yo, listen, sometimes I might want to cook. Because I know how to put the pots on. You know what I mean? Sometimes she might be tired. Because you, know you know what I think? What? I think that people have the misconception that because you're making money that the other person is not working. Nah. And that's something that I need to make very clear. Because as you know, I was an at-home mom for several years. And it is a lot of work. Because yeah. you're managing Good. You're managing individuals, you're managing a household, you're cooking, you're cleaning, and some days you don't get to everything. So it might be a day or two where you will have to come home and cook, and you will have to fold some clothes, and you will have to be a part of the team. So I just think the idea that, you know, I'm out working, making money means that the person who's taking care of the household is not making money, so they're not working. It's a misconception that people have. You better say it. You need to be a lot. You need to be a relationship coach. You coach. know. Matter of fact, Coach Marcy. Coach That's Marcy. I'm start referring to her as. <laughs> Matter of fact, drop your cash at. All right. Okay. So, um, let me Marcy see. Lee all day, baby. Marcy um, <laughs> we had another brother. Brother, I'm just gonna say his last name is Mayette. My Mayat. Mayat. I'm not gonna mess up your first name. That I had a Latino co-worker tell me that a girl he had asked out said that she wanted him to take her to Red Lobster. He said he had the audacity to tell her, I don't even know, I don't even know you like that, and then took her to Wendy's. Wow. What you Can you say that? that last part? Can you say the last part? I'm sorry. Oh, uh, one of his co-workers, he was Latino. He said that he had a girl that asked him to take her out to dinner and she wanted to go to Red Lobsters. He, in return, told her he don't know her like that and he took her to Wendy's. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, my God. I, 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 shoot, if I pulled up to win, somebody took me to Wendy's, I wouldn't order none. I'd sit in the car and it would be absolute silence and take me home. Take me home. But let, all right. <laughs> Let me ask you something, right? Let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. Because you don't eat Wendy's, so ain't nobody... Yeah, I don't eat fast food. So right? Yeah. So, just say, for instance, right, someone took you to a vegan restaurant, but it was like, uh, um, I don't want to say a hole in a wall, but you know how they had them little... Them little Can I know, call out one that's huh? awesome? Huh? Can I call out one that's kind of awesome? That's in your hood? Oh, yeah. What if someone took you there on a date? Viva La Vida? Yeah. All day, baby. But, yeah, see, so so this is the thing. It doesn't have to. That's not a five-star restaurant, but the food is marvelous. Oh, yeah. So a lot of times, man, you don't have to, you know, like I said, man, yo, people, it be smoke screens and mirrors, right? Because you can get better food at that vegan restaurant than you can at Red Lobster. So... Sometimes, man, you know, 
it, it, it just depends on people and their mindset. You know what I mean? Like, like eating red lobster every day, all day, or eating out every day, all day. How does that elevate you as a person, as an individual? You know what I mean? Like, you wasting unnecessary money making somebody else rich. I, I, I just don't but I guess we're talking about levels too, because I, I haven't been taking the red lobster. Like that's not a place a person would take me to eat either. You know what I'm saying? So I guess it depends on the level and where you're at and what's acceptable to you. I think people can read the person that they're with. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So Yo, somebody <laughs> said uh bring prof Professor Small back. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. We had we had a real real good conversation with him, man. But yeah, it was one brother, man. He, he went he, in. Yeah, I, I, he was uh, talking about that going to the uh, service. The army, yeah, yeah, yeah. And but see, this is another thing, right? Um, he was he, he was going a little over the top with it. You know what I mean? He wrote he wrote a oh yeah 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 yeah. He wrote a dissertation and you know, dissertation. And um, that you know. Everybody has their opinion. You know what I mean? You can have an opinion about what he said. There's a lot of people that didn't agree with that. I didn't agree with everything. But um Who it, else do they want to see come on the on the Yeah, who, who some of the other people y'all want to see? Uh Vil, Vil Vash. Let me know who else is it that y'all want to see. And I'm gonna figure out why you can't see um these comments. I wish I could. Yeah, I'm gonna figure out why you can't see these comments. Don't make no sense. All right. So listen, while we waiting for uh Villa Vash to um tell us or uh, anybody, Kirby, you could tell us, uh Mayot, you could tell us, um Daryl Dallas, if you still here, Nashika Braxton, you could tell us. Um anybody, uh, anybody that's new, listening. Anybody that's listening right now, even on our um I'm reading the um Facebook. Oh, and I'm reading the Insta, uh, Facebook and um, YouTube uh, comments. But anybody that you feel that um, can add some value, uh, M. Fudishi, you know about M. Fudishi, right? That's a good no. brother. Yeah, he's a good brother. He's on YouTube. But anybody you think that can add some value to the conversation and that can raise the vibrational pitch of our people, man, let us know. And um, I'm very resourceful. Marcy is very resourceful. I, I'm. I'm. I, I know if I don't know them, I know somebody that know them. And um, yeah, bring them on the platform, man. Cause we do this for the people. You know, I know y'all get tired of hearing me. Half of y'all just here cause Marcy is up here. <laughs> Stupid. All right. Who else y'all say? Come on, give me some names now. But while they, while y'all waiting for the names, I want to tell everybody this, right? Make sure. Y'all go purchase Elementary Genocide 1, 2, and 3, okay? You can go to elementarygenocide.com. You can also go to Amazon. And um, you also can um, click on the link in my IG, and it will take you to the uh, platform where you can stream it. Because a lot of people, you know, they're saying, yo, we ain't got DVD no more. But mm. you can stream it. So make sure you do that. Make sure y'all go purchase the sister's books. And I know a lot of y'all have children, and um, you want your children to respect black women. You want your children to respect black men, the women to respect black men. They have to see us from the worldview that we present to them, right? So we have to give them them books. 
Yeah. Show us in our proper position in life. And the sister has two children books. I'm gonna let her explain it. Yes, I have two. It's um two of four actually. Uh, the series you got four? is complete. Yes, yeah, it's, it's complete, but I'm, I haven't released the last two yet. And you've been working. Okay, okay, during the quarantine, okay. Okay. And um, but the the first one is fun in the rain, and that one was inspired by my uh, daughter, and okay. she loves playing in the rain. And uh, the thing is, I saw that she was really into the video games. So what it was was trying to get children away from these video games and get them back outdoors. So I wrote a book inspired by her. And then the second one is Fun in the Snow. And then I have two more that's going to be released soon. So they're basically black, you know, um, illustrations, oh. the children. You got them? You got them? You got them? Oh, listen, man, I got a couple of them, man. You know what I mean? Look. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that's fun that? in the rain and that's fun in the snow. And you can and get those on Amazon. I hmm? read both of them. How about you read that? them both? I read them, yeah. And okay. you know what? This is what we're going to do, man. If you have a young daughter or a young son, because this ain't only for females, you know. Um, yes, boy and girl. Yeah, boy and girl. What we may do, we may um give away. A copy, you know, to one of to to one of um our uh listeners. Yeah, hit up Raheem. Yeah, hit me up. Yeah, you know, I, good I, way up here. I, got, I got a lot of copy. Look, <laughs> I got no little kids. But the thing about it is, it's inspiring individuals. You know, I go and I I, I can't now because of COVID. I, I go speak to the young kids in, in schools. I go to the prisons, and, and sometimes, man, it, it might. This might be the start of them picking up that book that changed their life. You know, it was a book that changed my life. You know, books to this day. It, matter of fact, books is what keeping me sane and being in the house all the time. I can feel and read a book. I'm good. I ain't got no worries. But okay, um, I want to see some Georgia black politicians or black film directors like the person who wrote American Skin. Okay. Mm. Uh, where can we get your books? There's nothing on your Facebook about RC. Oh, you know what? You know you right because on my Facebook, I just started. I don't really give it that much attention. I'm going to do better. But if you go to my Instagram, uh, Forever Marcy Lee, there is a link in my bio which will take you right to the links to each of the books. And they're on Amazon. But if you go to my Instagram, the link is right there in my bio. Do, do you have it on Gumroll? Gumroll? Yeah. Remember the site I was telling you about? Well, we're going to have to talk about that. No, I have it on Linktree. Yeah, yeah. No, no. But Gumroll is a platform that you can sell it on because Amazon takes too much money. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, you were telling me about that. But no, right yeah. now, I just have it on Amazon. All right. Make sure y'all go to Amazon. And it's at, at um, dot. Uh, Black Dot. Oh, yeah. And, and if you're in Atlanta, it's at Black Dot. But see, right here, uh, fun in the snow, fun in the rain. And you spell Marcia's name, M-A-R-C-I. And then the last name is L-I. All right. Uh, Antoine Patton. Antoine Digital on IG helps black people with learning how to code. That's somebody that we definitely would love to bring on. 
because that is the industry that we are definitely underrepresented in, and we need black coders because, um, as you know, anybody that's opposed to COVID is getting their pays blocked. Uh, me personally, less than two percent of the people that follow me and it's like sixteen thousand on IG, they are no longer uh, seeing my posts. So um, we need black coders so that we can build our own website, you know what I mean? So that we can build apps like Clubhouse because we're the majority of people on Clubhouse and you know their valuation um, is $1 billion right now. You know, they were saying that there's a, a, a black um, app that's like Clubhouse um, that's out. They were talking about that on the club on um, the Breakfast Club. Oh, we need, hmm? we need... I'm, I'm going to go check that out. But you know what? It's invitation only as well. And so, I, yeah. I, listen, I know somebody that knows somebody. I'm going to get an invitation now. I'll find out who made the app and get the invitation. Okay? Okay. Got to well. do the research. So, yo, I got eight year, I got an eight-year-old fam. All right, my eye. You got to get this book. Hey, look, everybody melanated, melanated. The only thing white in here is the snow. <laughs> <laughs> and make sure, though, if you have an opportunity, if you do get it on Amazon, please do me a favor and leave a um review yes a review yeah yeah so yo man make sure um yeah i go support that y'all go support that and um i'm definitely gonna look up the brother on ig um we have the money we spend trillions every year just in the wrong community absolutely right we trying to uh return turn that tide away uh where can i get your book there's nothing oh that was the earlier conversation okay so um yeah, make sure y'all go get uh elementary genocide. Y'all continue to uh follow us. Um if you're on Clubhouse, hit me up. Um follow me at Raheem Shabazz. What's your clubhouse handle? Forever Marcy Lee? Everything is forever Marcy Lee. I'm on Twitter, I'm going to Instagram, Facebook, Clubhouse, but y'all, I'm trying to do better. I'm not that active. Raheem been getting on me. I'm, I'm active on Instagram, but the other ones I'm trying to do better. So just bear with me. Yeah, she on everything <laughs> but yeah, she on everything but Snapchat and TikTok. And I'm trying to get I it. I just downloaded TikTok, but I have not yeah. done anything. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and oh, stop playing. Make sure y'all go get that wingy, man. You know, uh wingy is a Swahili word that means abundance, and our model is having an abundance make sure you give because no one ever went broke from giving um this is a bold statement and those that are fashionably conscious right and want to represent a black brand and stop wearing gucci and prada and nike and all these other companies not empowering our community then this is the brand for you we have hoodies we have t-shirts uh we have beanies and you can go to our page uh at uh, wingyapparel.com and um, you know who shouted you out last night? Who? Jeff's son from um, Athletics. Oh, he, he oh Athletics? Okay. And he was telling them about different um, designers and he was like, yeah, shout out to Wingy. Oh, okay. So, you know, yeah. That brother, man. See, that's the thing about it, man. Brother, um, 
you know, we all have our own culture lives, but we support each other and we're not in business with one another, man. Yo, I'm telling you, man, it's black excellence over here, man. And whatever I can do to assist someone on their journey and trying to get into this space, man. Yo, reach out to me, man, because that's what it's all about, man. You know what I mean? We ain't doing 50 50 over here. You know what I mean? <laughs> we ain't doing that over here. Yeah. It's 100%, man. A1, B1. All right. So, um, is there anything else you want to say in closing? No, just please join us back here on Sunday because we have a very divine guest that's scheduled to join us on the podcast. So, um, we hope to see you guys back here on Sunday at 7. Um, yeah. Other than that, just please um, hit me up on, you know, social media. And we'll see you here Absolutely. next time on the next program. Yeah. In, in fact, what I'm going to do is, um, yeah, I'm going to take my computer with me. So, I'm going to um, I'm gonna put out a, a flyer tomorrow and, and, and promote a Sunday uh, broadcast. Because I know a lot of people they do catch it on the rebroadcast afterwards, but I I I think you guys need to be tuned in, um, because you'll be able to ask questions. I'll be able to read your comments and to 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 our guests. But um, should we tell them what the topic is gonna be about or no? So they can nah. ask questions on well, the well, well, it, it, it's 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 gonna be on black love, you know, um. And we're gonna and with a specialist, someone who yeah, is with a specialist, and and we're gonna um decolonize the uh notion of what love is and how it's practiced, and we're gonna get back to the African-centric teaching of what black love really is about. So yeah, this is this is gonna be a um a, a, a hell of a um a broadcast. And when you understand black love and you got love for your sister, like you got love for yourself, you ain't going to ever ask her to pay 50-50. Okay? Okay. Yeah. All right. All right, man. Peace and black power, family. My name is Raheem Shabazz. And my co-host is the lovely Marcy Lee. And we are out of here, man. We are y'all Sunday, 7 p.m., right? Okay. okay. Peace. Black. Peace.